Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Mats Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Welcome to Imperfect Parenting Podcast, Episode 15. Good day, IP parents and community. We're glad to have you back. If you like what you're hearing, please scroll down on Apple Podcasts or Stitcher and leave us a review. We'd love to hear what you have to say. As well, share your favorite episodes with friends just by going below the play button and seeing those three dots or the share button and passing along what you like. We are ready for a great podcast today. 24-7 challenges on the road and at home. We come back to Yana Han from episode 9 and 12, who is now in the thick of nomadic life with her family in a five-meter camper van. The challenges of parents, plans versus kid reality. Toddlers communicating through action, not always fun action, and how whether or on the road or at home transitions and being together 24-7 create both challenges and opportunities. And to top off our episode today, we will have three new segments. One is mindfulness tip connected to this week's episode, question of the day, which will be related to our nomadic family and some advice. And last but not least, we'll top off with a few of our favorite things where Matt and I will pass on just that, some tips and ideas of things that have worked for us that might help life be a little bit easier, or we hope. And so here we go. We're going to start off with Yana Han, Australia. She is now with her family, Michal, her husband, and her little Tom. And they are now all the way in Victoria after starting out in uh, Sydney, giving up their life of nine years and all that came with that, including their community, their friends, their resources grounded place where their child grew up in Manly Beach and now this is where they are and I think that a lot of what Yana's going through is similar to what those of us who aren't on the road are are going through as well when there are transitions or both of us are all of us are at home or you know just managing daily reality with kids so I'm so happy that we can continue this journey with them and here we go. Ariel, it's been a while uh, since I recorded a uh, last message for you. Uh, I thought it would be good to give you an update what's going on and how things are. Well, I think we're doing pretty well. Uh, so far, we're now in Victoria. We were in uh, the Victorian Alps sort of thing. Uh, beautiful mountains. Very different, I guess, in a winter time. Now it's summer here, so uh, there's no snow, but the views uh, from the road are amazing. And we had a little walk up the hill today, hooray, <laughs> trying to push our uh, three year old to walk a bit more because we spent quite a lot of time in the car today. But anyway, I thought what will be the main things I would like to share with you at this stage. Oh, there were so many, so many of them. <laughs> but um, 
probably a few things. I just have um, a few dot points here. Probably three main things that I wanted to mention is that I first one is how different it is to travel with a child uh, rather than on your own, which of course <laughs> makes sense. But we did uh, quite a bit of traveling with Michael, just us in the car. Uh, we were happy uh, with our four-wheel drive to go off-road and explore different things that you can't really explore while you don't have four-wheel drive. Um, and now we can't really do those things because we're towing the caravan. Our caravan is not full um, until road, really. We can do a little bit, but nothing crazy. And that's been challenging because you realize suddenly that you do the things, the sightings that most tourists would do, although it's different, of course, you have everything with you, so you can stay in places even if you have no electricity or anything, so you can camp quite a bit, but still, it's different, so the day normally, if it would be just two adults traveling, you can be on the road as long as you really like, enjoying it and are able to drive crazy distances. With a child it's a bit different because suddenly someone is screaming from the back of the car that they don't want to be in their seat anymore. And like today, if someone is really unhappy and then he is trying to do impossible and he ended up trying to pick his nose that hard that uh, he was bleeding and blood was just um, all over his seat and all over his clothes and I just couldn't believe what I was seeing. And I was like, what the hell? So, uh, yeah, uh, definitely got our attention then. But yeah, we were almost at our destination and we were in the car for, I don't know, 45 minutes. It wasn't that long, but it's just, uh, yeah, some of those things that you just need to really travel differently, slower. Uh, and you need to make sure that during the day there are activities that makes everyone happy. So with Tom, of course, we need to stop a bit more, let him play somewhere. Perhaps if we passing a playground, we stop there. We just yeah, do what he likes to be doing because we're doing what we want to do. We're traveling, and he has to travel with us because he's our child. And uh, so that's a bit of a challenging thing. For us to do because we would like to travel a bit further but we can't really so that was one thing um the second one was for me i realized um i would really love to record this journey in a great detail but how to really do that because if you want to enjoy what you're seeing around you and then the time that you need to sort of record these details was the best way to do it. Um, is it recording it in terms, I mean, like your voice, you'll be saying um, what you're seeing around or telling stories, or is it better to write it down, have it sort of like a diary, is it better written by your hand, or is it better in a computer, on a computer, or is it just the pictures and then the memories will come? Well, I think for me probably the recording is the best thing so far. I love the pictures though, the photos, it's of course great, but sometimes then I don't remember where it was. So um, yeah, we have uh, for family friends, we're using our um, application where people can see where we are at this 
right at this moment. I'll be putting them pictures as we go, which is working quite well so far. We're not really sharing those on the social media because it's quite, yeah, maybe too personal or I don't know, because sometimes we put pictures that we probably wouldn't put up on the social media. So that's something we doing at the moment and it's working but in the long run it's really challenging well, I use word challenging a lot so I don't know I need to find a different word but I just would like to really record the journey and there's so many things that are going through my head during the day but I don't really have the time to sit down and write it and I have I'm not driving the car with the caravan behind us because I'm just not experienced and I'm not really brave enough yet to do that um so if I'm sitting uh, on the passenger seat I can't really write things down because I just get a bit sick when I'm looking down for too long and I just can't really write when the car is moving and every time most of the time we are on the road while Tom is asleep during the day when he has his day sleep so the time where you can sort of focus on things when you have no interruptions from your child than you sitting in the car so yeah there are things that we are still trying to work out how to actually have time for ourselves as well um for, we've been together 24 7 and tom of course wants to be with us all the time he's not playing on his own too much although he's starting to do that a bit more and He's exploring the surroundings when we are somewhere. Like tonight is a beautiful spot. We're next to a small river. It's just beautiful night. We're in the forest, free camping, and we have, you know, our solar power is running fully. So we have all the luxury that you have in your home, electricity and running water. Sort of, you need to be really careful with the water because we only have some liters in our tanks, but you still can get um, quite a comfort, I would say. So, um, yeah, that's another quite um, like a big thing that is going on through my head. And I'm thinking what's the best because I really don't want to lose things that I would like to share with others. And that probably brings me to the third point that I have here. How to actually share your experiences with others. Um, because of course on social media you put, you know, pictures and, uh, it's something that it doesn't really tell the full story anyway. Everyone based on a picture, you know, can just create a totally different story behind that photo. And of course people put happy pictures on social media most of the time. And it really gives you false information. Right, because you don't know what's behind that. Because of course you do a happy photo and then you turn and you can just <laughs> see that ugliness around you or whatever it is. It just doesn't tell you the truth, really. Uh, unless, of course, some people don't need to fake things. And we put things, we put some photos on the social media and we don't fake anything. But we put the pretty pictures there. And of course there's nothing like tension or whatever it can be that is behind those pictures not at the right moment where you're taking them but then 
when you're trying to find the proper spot for where you're going to be sleeping or when you know you have different approach to your child than your partner does and there are of course all those things that you deal with on a daily basis and even though you're traveling and it's beautiful and you see different places new places you still don't really go away from the regular things that you deal with um, and sometimes it can be even more intense because you're with your partner 24-7 so of course it brings different I'm not going to use the word challenges uh, opportunities I would say rather as it really it depends how you take it but it can help you to grow for both of you to find different avenues how to deal with um, any you know thoughts that you might be having and it can really be helpful in a relationship but it takes a lot of uh, time and I mean like you need to be brave really uh, but it probably doesn't matter if you um, with your partner 24 7 or if your partner you know works very long hours and you see hardly see them during the work week because it brings another tension because you don't see them enough and then you know the communication might be a bit awkward sometimes and we can have the opposite because we together all the time so it just depends what situation you're in but in any way when the child is also in the middle of it you deal with things differently and in our case because the space is small um, any child is around all the time we don't want to deal with whatever we want to talk about in front of him because now of course three-year-olds they absorb everything so if there is something that you want to discuss with your partner you sort of wait when the child is asleep and when you know, we can sometimes read during the day when he's asleep for an hour or so or in the evening but he goes to bed very late around like almost 10 o'clock so we're sort of falling asleep as well um but yeah so that's another point probably i wanted to share with you is um it's hard to balance everything i sort of got sidetracked a bit um about the way how we share things the experiences that we have throughout our travels because also everyone um, is different and then the trip that we're doing at the moment is it actually something that we should share every small detail with everyone or is it just our journey that we should maybe record somehow but to ourselves rather than sharing it with other people so there are two things that I'm really not sure, like fully, I know that there are a lot of people, there's a lot of people traveling with kids and they um, record different videos and they uh, have their YouTube channels and I just thought that something that I don't want to do with my family because I don't want to expose every, every bit of us to everyone or at least not at this stage. Um, I have some friends, they sort of encouraging us to do so and yeah, you should share, you know, your travels here and there and I'm like, oh, yes and no. It would be great on one hand to share your experience, you know, with the whole world, but is it actually something that you should be doing? Is it sharing everything with others, helping you somehow 
to find your own happy journey not sure still question mark there uh we're sharing of course and I, i'm happy to share a lot of things with my friends it's just um yeah to find the right balance how much actually we want to share uh, all those details and because i also would like to sort of to people for people to know that what we're sharing there all those happy pictures there was so much oh my god encouragement and i would say even bravery to actually do that step and really leave your comfort zone and leave everything that you were sort of living for the last nine years in sydney and move into the caravan there's so many things behind that that that's something probably I would like to slowly share maybe through this kind of recording or something because it's nothing that you can put into pictures. So, yeah, that's probably something that is going on through my head at this moment. Um, so, here you are, here it is. And next time I'll record something that is more fun and um, I hope that this was fun at the same time as well but I think it sort of fits well into this um, podcast for you imperfect parenting is definitely something we're doing at the moment uh, because there were so many uh, moments that we just couldn't deal with the situation the way would we would like to deal with the situation when Tom is really losing in and having tantrum and then you know mother me screaming at him that Michael is trying to sort of calm the situation but then he's losing it as well and it's just this like circle then we're all looking at each other it's like what's going on so there are those moments and definitely being together 24 7 uh, brings a lot into imperfect parenting and that's probably what it's all about you learn all of us all three of us are learning a lot about ourselves um for the last month I think <laughs> we've um we've probably went a long way already away from Sydney and yeah in our relationships and how we can deal with things I think now we are a bit more settled but yeah it <laughs> takes a lot of patience for everyone to adjust so yeah well bye-bye for now uh, and I'll speak to you soon again It's so great to hear from Yana again. You know, we haven't heard from her since actually the end of January, and now we're moving towards the end of February. And we first heard from Yana when she was preparing to go on the road and had been downsizing. You know, we were going through the whole feng shui thing at the same time, you know, even though we're not traveling, yeah. doing it at home. And, uh, you know, nine years of life into a five-meter camper van. And then we got a quick update on episode 12, where she just sort of said, okay, we're about to set off on our trip. And it was, you know, having a glass of wine on the beach and la la la. And now we're in reality of 24-7 with a toddler on the road. So yeah. uh, a little bit different. I can, I, can, <laughs> I can relate to that, but even if we are not in Australia in a camper, 
Yeah, because we're, it, it's true, you know, it, well, anybody who's traveled with anyone yeah. <laughs> knows how challenging it can be to be with somebody 24-7. And, you know, in our situation, though it's not on the road, uh, you losing your job, you know, you're now 24-7 here and it's challenging as well in different ways. Of course, we're not in a five meter space, but it feels like a five meter space sometimes, you know, and especially it's confusing or challenging, you know, as Yana kept using the word, I feel the same way. That word keeps coming up because it's true. It's really, really challenging. Uh, you know, normally you're at work working. Now you're here applying for jobs, trying to get work going, you know, dealing with paperwork, all this stuff that's going on, but you're in our space. <laughs> you know, I say no, ours, it's yours too, but it, you know, we're all in the same space and it's not the same as when you used to come home and then we got to engage with you in a different way. Yeah, that's true. It's, it's tricky. But no, but it, it, it is challenging to be 24-7 together all. But then also this with, with holidays, holidays, mm. in, in, I mean, they're doing it more than holidays. They, they, they're doing life together right they've on, created the nomadic but, life but, now. but, but even yeah. holidays people it, it, it's such an expectation building up for mm -hmm. the holidays uh, you can and I think it starts even in the winter for the summer holidays and, <laughs> and then there's so much expectations and then people are sitting there together 24 7 and they're not often not used to be together that much it could be really really tough if you have rainy days uh, and, and you waited six months for these holidays and you go somewhere in northern Europe and it's raining all the time you have to you have to be together in a way that you're not used to so and yeah and how Yana was talking about and I think many of us have been in the situation regardless of who's at home and who's working or you're both working or whatever you have this ideal in your mind of oh we need to be together and if we're together then it will be like yeah. this and when she mentioned that, I just felt like this, oh, yeah, absolutely. You know, I remember thinking, oh, when you're home more, if you're ever home more. And I was thinking retirement because I didn't think you were going to lose your job, right? But I was thinking, oh, yeah, that'll be so cool. We can travel when we want to. He'll be so helpful. I'll have this built-in babysitter. Won't this be awesome? Well, granted, at that time, I guess she'd be in school and older. But in my mind, it was the ideal of it. And, you know, reality is... you. You don't really get the time that you think you're going to get to really sit down and have conversations as two parents. And and kids have different needs and expectations. And to and a three-year-old, it's also it's so challenging because oh. you can't tell them how uh, how much they should enjoy all these beautiful places we're taking them to. Oh my gosh! They only want this simple mom and dad or. They don't care that there's a beautiful mountain. They no, they don't care. <laughs> they yeah. want to read. They yeah. want to go to the playground. Just like Yana was saying, she's like, they were in the car for a while, and I was thinking hours. But I'm like, oh, no. You know, she said 45 minutes. And before that was even finished, uh, he was, you know, I want out. You know, I yeah. want your attention. And then, you know, really acted out in order to get them to focus in and, and you know, hey, I want out. And Ella does the same thing. She will, you know, if we say, okay, just a few more minutes or, you know, there's something going on and she is like determined, yeah. then she'll do something. She'll explode the pens or the puzzles are everywhere. And you're thinking, oh, you naughty child. But then you realize, oh, well, they're acting out because they're feeling the stress in the room, which is the same when you're traveling. There's always kind of added stress. They feel it. They're the barometer or the, you know, whatever for what's going on. 
at the same time, you know, they, they really don't know always how to communicate their, their feelings or their emotions, or they really need this. I need to run around and it's not in five minutes. It's now. And, you know, cats and I mean, animals and, and children are sort of the same. It's sort of very immediate and very now. And they don't really think about later. It's right now. So uh, I felt her frustration, but I, I, I've completely been there. And I yeah, know that we've had our moments where you're like, what is wrong with her? And like, well, you know, it's been an hour that we've been saying just a minute. Yeah. <laughs> I think that the minute has come. She just drew on, you know, the side of the bed, you know, yeah. so which she doesn't normally do. So she's really trying to communicate something. So when Tom was doing that, too, in the car with the, the picking of the nose or whatever she was explaining, you're just kind of horrified. But, you know, you can empathize. You, you, no, you're totally. There. Um, yeah. One thing, interesting thing that Diana brought up is how much you should share with uh, about your hardship with family and friends and how much you should share on social media. And it's, it's, it's a difficult one. I think that it's easier if you share because you unload a little bit of your burden. But social media is not really made for sharing the hard stuff. Nobody it, really wants to take it in. Yeah, I mean, the, the thing is, is on one hand, I, I agree with Yana that, you know, she wants to have people fully understand to sort of benefit from their experience. If I understand her well, like somewhere along the lines of, uh, you know, if they see it all, then they can know for themselves before moving forward with that same choice of going nomadic for a year or two or whatever. And as you said, the, the truth is that we a lot of us have a, so much of our own crap going on that we kind of can't handle too much more. No. So we, we go to social media to create the life that we, the ideal points and the gratitude that we have on, you know, in the moment, sort of putting that ideal out there. And yes, on one hand, it doesn't fully show the whole picture. But at the same time, do you really want to see us with, you know, you know, hair frazzled and you know, pants falling down because you haven't gotten a chance to fix your belt. And like, do people want to see all that stuff? I don't know. So, yeah, it's a, it's a bit tricky, uh, but we're yeah, going to come back to our audience it's on it's that. It's a question, question to be still answered, and she's writing that. In reference to that, I actually want to kick off three new uh, segments for our podcast each week. And it's going to be mindfulness tip connected to the episode question of the day and last but not least a few of our favorite things talking about a few of our favorite things so to kick off I want to start with the question of the day for all of you listeners because a lot of you have traveled with your families you have your own ideas about the social media sharing or maybe you have some tips for Yana she put out some questions sort of for herself but I would love to put that question out to all of you because maybe you have media that you think really works well for sharing or you think definitely don't share or whatever. I would love to hear from you. Um, we have a Facebook page. It's Imperfect Parenting at IP Parents. And uh, we would love for you to go there and either write us a quick message on Messenger or even just press the microphone button and leave us a message, which we would love to share with Yana and as well our listeners uh, next week. Regarding our mindfulness tip of the day, it would be regarding a change of mind. We talked a little bit about challenges and how a challenge can also be an opportunity. That was something that Yana was talking about and we've talked about a lot. You know, we have an opportunity every time something is happening in our lives that's making us cuckoo. 
And so this week I would encourage you, there's something that's really creating stress or it's just there's madness in the family, which there always is, or you're maybe you also are traveling with your family and things are cuckoo. Just taking a moment to look at the challenges that are in front of you and turn them around into opportunities to learn about ourselves and and make that choice. I think we always have a choice. Am I going to feel crappy and get drained from this moment? Or am I going to take whatever this challenge is? Pick one, because there's often more than one. And take that instead of getting drained by it and uh, turn it around and make a choice to, okay, how is this actually an opportunity or a good thing? Okay, so I'm going to, I get more time with my family, <laughs> even though I'm with them 24-7. We learn from each other and about each other and kind of find the find the, the peace and the joy and the gratitude for that moment. And last but not least, a few of our favorite things. So one thing is I have really noticed a massive difference. This is maybe an obvious one, but I'm going to put it out there anyway, which is taking the time to read. If you have small kids, read at least two or three books to them each day or a couple of chapters of a book if they're bigger. Taking that time for helping them to improve their re- reading comprehension and uh, vocabulary and even reading skills if they're watching along with you. Even reading your own book to them helps them actually to go to sleep. I've been reading a yoga book to Ella and she actually requests it now. And she's two, but it helps her sleep. And I talk in a very, not excited storytelling, but kind of very quiet, calm voice. That's my putting Ella to bed voice. So that's the first thing. Second is... At bedtime, kids often want, I mean, at bedtime, but dinner time or before bedtime, kids often want a treat. And instead of going for ice cream, start using frozen fruit, find a really cool bowl or something fun. And that can be a great thing for kids and they really enjoy it. And it's, you know, just keep a towel close by. (laughs) And last but not least, the blab bowl. Now, this is something that I invented with Ella and my friends laughed at me, but I've been using it with Ella since she was quite young. If you've got kids, small kids who like to throw food on the floor, babies throwing things around, smearing at places, I'm telling you, put a small bowl, and I personally use the little silver Ikea bowls because you can carry them everywhere. That was your stomach. <laughs> oh my God. Uh, and, and you can put that on the, on the table every single time or bring it to a meal every single time you, you go out or you're at home and you'll be surprised. Kids like to have a place. They like to do the right thing. They don't want to throw everything, but they also don't want to be expected to eat that thing. So the Ella now requests that as well. Having that ta- that on the table, they will put their things there rather than throwing them on the floor. You'll be surprised. Give it a try. Can also be used by husbands. Can be used by husbands. I think actually having a little bin close by is really helpful. So everything we talked about today uh, will be on our blog post for today's episode. As well, if you want to see what's happening with uh, Yana and her family, you can go to Instagram to Hans underscore in underscore the underscore van. And you can kind of get some picture flashes of what's going on. We'd love to hear from you on Facebook about the question. To and, end, yep. and you have also revamped the website. Oh, well, that's in process. But yeah. yes, <laughs> we, we have now put in the podcast section to make it a little easier to manage. We, I put up a gallery um, so you can just have a picture, the, the name and the number of the episode, and you can click on that to go and uh, check out the episode and the notes all in one place. You can, there's a player there. You can do everything. 
in one place to make life a little bit easier. Of course, if you've got us already subscribed on, uh, you know, Spotify or Apple Podcasts or whatever, then you can do that too. But it's just another place where you can gather information. And that's it. I will just say that the, the, on Yana's Instagram, they had a really lovely sentimental uh, collection of pictures today. And one of them was a mug that said, friends are like stars. You don't always see them, but you know, they are always there. And I love that for all of us who are expats away from home or parents that are feeling a little isolated at times. Maybe I feel that way. Some other people too, you just in the madness, it's hard to connect with people and we're all busy or the kids are sick or whatever. Just to remember, you know, we're like the stars. We're still connected. They're still out there. Just don't see them all the time. So everyone have a wonderfully imperfect day and we'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to Imperfect Parenting and our imperfect podcast. For show notes, links to things we discussed, our blog, and more, please go to our website at www.imperfectparenting.net. If you have questions, comments, or stories you'd like to share, please go to our social media on our page or write us at info at imperfectparenting.net. We would love a review on iTunes from you and might have a couple surprises at the other side. So IP parents around the world, keep having a wonderfully imperfect day.